Space Life Podcast number five. Uh, in this episode, Brian and I sit down with VBG Funfleet original Aaron Shoots and talk about our plans for 2018. Uh, one editor's note, uh, shortly after this episode was recorded, some rubber was put up on the ramp, so um, you know, be careful up there, but don't be concerned. Three, two, one, see ya. You're listening to Space Life Podcast with your hosts, Randy and Brian. All right. Whoop, 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 whoop. Here we are. Welcome to this episode of the Base Life Podcast. Uh, we are recording from the Valley Base Gear headquarters in Steckelberg, Switzerland, right next to Lauterbrunnen. Had to think about that for a second. Yeah, right. And on the mics, we have Aaron Schutz, me, and Brian. Woo. Randy. What's going on? Not much, just did a jump. Yeah. Good. Happy yeah. 600. Happy 600 off the ramp. High ultimate. Yay. That yeah. was exciting. Yeah. That was cold. It was extremely cold. Yeah. But it's good uh, baffin preparation. Prep. Yeah. Arctic circle jumping for negative 40. Are these wool socks really going to do it? No. No, these wool socks are not going to do it. There's going to have to be something more than that. They make those little warmers boot-shaped, right? Yeah. For the toe of your boot? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure that's going to be a, re- a requirement. Mando gear. Mando? Mandatory. Mando gear. There we Not go. Not commando. <laughs> commando gear. Yeah. yeah. Big thanks to whoever put the ramp up. Is that Marcel? Yep. Yeah. It's nice having that back. Yes. Thank you. And yeah. for anybody that hasn't gotten here yet this winter, there is no rubber. Yet. Who knows? Maybe we'll find some, put some on. But I don't know. But it's a consideration. There used to be some stacked up there, right? Yeah. Maybe it's there under the snow. We yeah. just need to get some It used zip to be zip tied mm-hmm. to it. Yep. So I wonder if it finally fell off. I don't know. How did it feel jumping without rubber? Yeah, definitely a little nervous. Didn't get a yeah. very good push. Yeah, I intentionally like, uh, just pushed hard enough, but not you know not so much that I'd have to... like. Uh, Risk slipping. Yeah, risk slipping. Exactly. Not like going too hard. But All's well. Super fun. Yeah. And now we're going to have to keep doing that. Last one of the year. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, most likely. Yep. Because yeah. I'll be in Spain. Yeah. You'll be Spain and who knows where. Yeah, it's hard to say. And you're going back, back to, to the, the States? States on Thursday. Oh boy. Where are you going? Uh, Washington. Okay. You can continue your uh, cold weather training there. Yeah, no base jumping though. <laughs> no. Nah. Skydiving. Family time. No. Mm. Nah. Might oh, try to meet up with Sam though. He's going to be in Washington. Oh, nice. Over the holidays. What's up there? I think his family is going to Chelan or uh, no Leavenworth. It's like this Bavarian town in Washington in the mountains. Nice. Fun. Interesting. Yeah, it's cute. Kind of silly. That beautiful area. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So where are you going to be for New Year's then? Mm, probably in Seattle with my sister. Nice. Super fun. All right. Well, I guess we kick off with some of the standard questions that we normally would ask our podcast guests. How'd you get into base jumping? Hmm. Tell us about your first base jumps. Well, I guess... Um, 
a long time ago when I first started my skydiving career, I, we were at Paris jumping and we had a weather day and there were a bunch of videos on, you know, in the bar area, um, you know, the typical kind of Angel Falls and Cave of the Swallows. It just looked epic and it was like, oh, one day I'd like to do that. And um, yeah, moved back to Africa, just a little bit of skydiving, not much, didn't think about it again. And then, um, yeah, when I was living in Washington, a couple of friends did a base course and watched, I watched their videos and was like, hmm, I need to check that out. Mm-hmm. Was this in Twin? Yeah. Nice. So yeah, I did Tom Ayala's course, which was awesome. Snake River Base? Yep. yep. And yeah. Wasn't sure I was going to jump again after the first day. I woke up in the middle of the night packing parachutes, huh. <laughs> absolutely terrified, and then next day I went out and did it again. So, so you like the... dozed off mid-pack job and then woke up? <laughs> well, no. How these... drunk were you? <laughs> I wasn't at all. Oh, no, this is just a Randy story. Right, yeah. Say, I've got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You know, like you, you're in one of the hotels, the Holiday Inn or something we were staying. Yeah, Shiloh puffy, or somewhere. Yeah, yeah it's big puffy pillows and... You know, I just has lots going on in my head while I was sleeping and kind of woke up and big puffy pillows, thought they were uh, parachutes <laughs> that needed to be packed. And I was like, no, 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 I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's better than my first base trip where I flew from Hawaii to the bridge and watched a movie at the movie theater because the weather was dog shit. Oh, that's right. I'm sitting in the movie theater watching The Dictator. Thinking yeah. this movie sucks, and I just paid a thousand dollars to fly all the way to Twin Falls to watch it with a mediocre uh, basement tour. Wow! So you didn't jump at all that day. So we didn't <laughs> jump at all that day. We went to dinner at whatever it was, Ruby Tuesdays or something like that, across the street. And we finish up. We walk outside, and we looked at the flags, and the flags were down. Actually, we saw the flags were dying while we were still finishing dinner. And literally, it was like, the wind's gone. Let's get a jump in before sundown. So literally, like, throw money on the table as fast as possible, get in the cart, slam our beers, drive out to the bridge. You know. Yeah. Randy Course. <laughs> Run out on the bridge as the light's going away, and he does a Randy PCA. Like six years ago. <laughs> Randy six years ago. Like <laughs> A Randy consistent. Consistent Randy PCA. PCAs haven't changed much. I, yeah. I have a tendency to drop Brian. <laughs> drop people. <laughs> no, just you. <laughs> yeah. So for everybody out there. If your name's not Brian and push, you ask me to PCA. Put your pilot shoot in somebody else's hands. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be fine. Yeah. yeah we, so jump one, I didn't have time to get nervous because it was literally like, an entire day of poopy butthole and then all right go get out there and get over the edge and get off without a whole lot of time to think about it after that it was smooth sailing yeah you did great with drop toggles and all kinds of fun stuff i learned how to land with uh no left toggle then no right toggle and then jamie boutwell came and saw and was like, dude, what are you doing to your not toggles? stowing toggles correctly? Oh, yeah, oh, I yeah. wasn't putting the uh, small loop through the main loop oh. and then tucking it. <clears throat> so, yeah, toggle fire. I, you know, just getting through all of my emergency procedures right. in the first five jumps, right. it was fine. It's good, get them out of the way. Yeah, and now here we are, years later, <laughs> still fucking up. But yeah, all right, so Snake River Base is your your intro. Yeah, me and Luke. Yeah? Oh, did yeah. which one? 
Luke did uh, Luke, uh, Lucius. Did he, he went did through Tom's course too. I didn't know that. Yep. Same <laughs> course as you. Yeah, but much earlier. Oh, he did. He did. No, a course. I, sorry, I meant yeah, like same time. Oh as no, you. no, 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 okay. no, no. No, he. Um, I think he did his first course in Norway, and then was in the states, and they were jumping off lower stuff mm. in uh, Atlanta area, and realized they didn't really know what they were doing, and they need to go do yeah. a course before. Yeah. yeah, he's been cranking out jumpers for a while. So. Yeah, he's one of the original mm-hmm. base courses. Nice. And then, so when was that? That was back in 2010. Seven years. Almost eight. Wow. I know, right? It's exciting. I see Facebook reminds me like three years ago when we were still jumping prodigies. and Yep. All kinds of craziness. Yep. In fact, when did we? When was our first jump together? It was, it was on Lamoose. It was after the base race. Yeah, I think it was 2013. Uh, I know it was Lamoose. Yep. Because we were, we were with uh, Brett and Annette, and uh, and we met Aaron, mm-hmm. and uh, you tried to save Brett's helmet as it was rolling down the hill. I did my best. Yeah. Without falling off the edge. It scared the shit out of all of us. With no rig on. Like no yeah. no no. Yeah, he lost at least one GoPro and a helmet. Mm-hmm. But I think he recovered parts of it. Didn't they go hiking in the woods yeah. looking for it? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah and that was we, my first wingsuit in the valley. Yep. Yeah, and I got electrocuted by uh, the fence. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to look at the baby cows. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Rob punched me in the back of the knees, and I was like, why would Rob do that? It's electric. And, boogie, woogie, woogie. And woogie. I turn around, and I see <laughs> that Rob's nowhere near me, and then I realize I'm touching an electric fence. <laughs> Oh, that's right, because Rob was with us. Mm-hmm. God, that was really early. Yeah, it was. It was like fall 2013. Yeah, literally my first month or two here in the valley. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with 17 whole base jumps. What? Oh yeah. Oopsie. <clears throat> it's okay to admit that now. <laughs> yeah, but not advisable. But yeah, it's dumb. But. But yeah, so you, stuff. you guys are, you got a lot going on. Uh, so are you doing um, uh, Galapagos before or after Baffin? Before. Before. And so you're going to head down to the Galapagos Islands, do some scuba diving? Yeah. A week on a liveaboard. Super psyched. In yeah. February. Yeah. What did that gonna, Sorry? Did you just book one or did you have something well, organized? Well, I, I, I have a contract break. So every two years from my job, I have to take 30 days off, which is awesome. Oh, no. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if it was in the summer, then I would just, I would base jump all, all, all whatever month. But since it's February and it's cold, I decided I wanted to go somewhere warm. Nice. So yeah, I'm going to go home, spend a little bit of time with my family and then go down to, um, California, do some training with Sam Paris and then go to the Galapagos for like 10 days, 12 days. So seven days on the scuba diving boat. Doing a nitrox course. Oh shit! Yeah, I want to try and run an underwater camera too. Try and do Take your GoPro photos. with you; it'll work. Yeah, you don't get the best shots on it though. That's yeah, true. The photos aren't as good. Video's pretty good. Did you see those photos that Fabian posted? Yeah. Of scuba diving. They looked awesome. So I yeah. asked him what his setup was, and he sent me a picture of it, and it's like, you know, the camera, and then mm-hmm. it's got this like strobe flash, and I was like, oh, yeah. 
wonder if I can rent that. <laughs> rent it? Yeah, you definitely want to rent it if you can, because that stuff ain't cheap. No. Yeah, dive housings for DSLRs and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. No. I just figured we're, we're supposed to do like 21 dives or something, yeah. so that would be interesting to kind of work on other skills while diving. Right. But uh, yeah, I haven't been diving since uh, Malaysia. Before KL, six. Did you did you go? Two thousand fifteen. Fifteen was that the last? You didn't go last year, right? No. Okay, so our our year was the, yeah, with Tom. We uh we talked about the fish in the feet with uh Tom Grayson. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Did you go diving before KL? Yeah, we went to the Brentian Islands. Oh, that's like, right. Yes, you guys did the caves. Yep. Yeah, because we rolled in and went straight to the caves. Yeah. You guys got there a little earlier than us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Batu Cave's a fun jump, though. It's, uh, I mean, it's it's a little more close to, like, what we're used to in the States, like 300-footers, you know, or at least what I was used to. But, yeah. 280 if you don't count the giant tree right below you. Yeah, yeah, definitely don't recommend stowing a 46 on that one. That was a... Uh, <laughs> Did you go stowed? On one of them, yeah, but, you know, if, like, if you're going stowed, it, it, it takes a second for, like, a 46 to inflate and... uh that extra little bit of hesitation put me real close to those trees. So, you know, something to think about. <laughs> now I don't stow 46s. It's funny yeah. that Brian and I are getting ready for a baffin, and one of the suggestions that came up to avoid super, super fast openings was to invest in a small mesh slider and yeah. a smaller PC and to pull high. Yeah. I guess there's no humidity in that air. So the openings could be a little stiff. Yeah. And I guess we're <clears throat> technically on the seafloor, right? Or at, at sea level, aren't we? Because we're sleeping on the ice. I think so. I think about that a lot. <laughs> the fact that we're sleeping on ice. Well, he says we have cots, but then other people have said sleeping yeah. in cots isn't great because then you've got all that Nothing cold air you. underneath you rather than... Ice. Yeah. I don't know which is worse. <sighs> I'm, I'm thinking like, Cot with some sort of, I don't know what. Insulating yeah. pad or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not jealous of you guys right now. Like, no, I'm like not I, jealous of me. I'm, <laughs> when you get back, I'll be super yeah. jealous. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about it. But <laughs> I'll be freaking out about the cold for the next four Reiner, months. Reiner, when we were up at uh, Luke and Annette's wedding, was like, oh, can you get a picture of a polar bear for me? And I was like, mm, pretty sure if I'm that close to a polar bear, I'm not going to yeah, take a picture. Mm-mm. They're like one of the most aggressive bears, right? Polar bears? Um, don't know. Don't really. E- even the know. low aggressive bear. Yeah. I don't want to be anywhere near. Apparently there's 24-hour watch. Yeah, armed yeah. guards. Like, uh, uh-huh. Sentries. Yeah, we're, we're paying somebody to sit up all night and watch, watch a, for bears. Shoot a polar bear if we have to. So... Make sure that the phone doesn't go beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep. Um, <clears throat> all right, so the other segment that we've started is the history of injury. So tell us about your most horrific injury in base jumping. Ooh. I think it was jump 35, a bridge in Washington. How big is that? Oof. I don't even know. High, low? Slide it down. Slide it down. Slide it down. 
um, I don't know, three something. Mm. Okay. Nothing super low. Right. Um, but kind of a busy landing area. Like you've got you got a river and I mean, there's a landing area, but then there's trees and it's all kind of like uneven and tree stumps mm-hmm. and stuff down there. So yeah, in the morning did one jump kind of early and then got up and we were going to go jump a, an antenna and then, and then we, you know, you're at an object and we packed up and we're like, well, should we just jump it again since we're here? So we decided to go jump it again. And the first jump I landed and it was kind of hard. Uh, it was, I guess it was fall and the leaves had already fallen. So it was kind of hard to see kind of the extent of where the trees came down. And when I, when I landed, like my canopy kind of came down on the tree branches and I was like, Oh, that's a little closer than I wanted to be to the trees. And so on the second jump, I was trying to think more about my accuracy, but I was much more current skydiving than base jumping. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you're skydiving, you're coming in kind of so much faster. You're kind of looking ahead of you. And so I was kind of coming down in half breaks and just kind of looking straight down and just misjudged how long I had. And I made the Uh pilot error of of surging Mm. the canopy because I thought, oh, let me get a full flight and then I can get a full flare. Well, yeah, I didn't have time. And I basically surged myself into the ground and dislocated my hip because where my left foot landed was higher level than where my right foot landed. And I tried to stick it instead of doing a PLF, which Mm. had been really clever. Oh, fuck. Yeah, they teach PLFs are... Valuable, valuable. Uh, it saved me from a couple injuries too. Yeah, yeah. I wish I'd practiced those, practiced those a little bit more. Mm. So, so basically, tried to stand it up and just dislocated my hip, plowed into and the then ground, hit my right knee. Still, I mean, with so glad that I had the knee pads on because mm. the injury to my knee probably would have been worse. Mm. Um, as it was, I had like I killed a lot of nerve endings on the top of my knee. Like I couldn't like. The Jeez. skin on the top of my knee, like it felt like somebody else's skin for a while because you I didn't have any <laughs> feeling no, in it. It's like stranger. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, dislocated hip, and uh, my friend that I was with had to basically backpack me out. So he hiked out with all of our gear, looked for uh, pain meds. We had nothing. Oh <laughs> god. Came back down, and then it's it's basically I don't know, uh, like. 25, 35 minute hike out normally and took us two hours mm, yeah. of me just kind of holding on to him and like trying to hobble. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it's steep. Like there's sections of that climb out that there's ropes to help you get up. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. No, he was amazing. And, uh, so yeah, whenever he kind of like couldn't handle my weight anymore, then I'd stand like on my good foot and then we'd go again. The worst part of the whole thing was getting into his truck like couldn't figure out how to mm, do it, you yeah. Because then your legs just hanging, yeah. And uh, yeah, was it out of socket the entire time? Yeah, or? yeah. So we got into the truck, and he was like, "Right, where do you want to go?" He was like, "Do you want me to find the closest hospital?" And I was like, "Nah, like this is bad." Like, I, I'm like, once I was not moving and in the van, I was like, "Okay," I was like, "Let's go to the gas station. Let's get some." <laughs> <laughs> ibuprofen or something and then let's go take me where the life flights go i want to go to seattle so we drove all the way back to seattle which is like two and a half hours oh and uh yeah went to harborview went in i like took off my boots and my like 
knee pads, pads and everything. I was like, don't cut anything. <laughs> the knee pads were on my ankles and oh, I come gosh. in. It took forever to go through the triage or whatever. It was so funny. Like the guy who's wheeling me back into the emergency room, he's like, so are you base jumper? And I was like, what? <laughs> 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 don't tell anybody. Yeah. I was hiking. It's a <laughs> hiking accident. Yeah. Extreme hiking. He was yeah. like, yeah, my roommate's a base jumper. I was like, oh, okay. Let's not talk about it. And he's like, hi, my name is Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Then I was, yeah, on crutches. I was really lucky, though, because I didn't fracture my pelvis. Mm -hmm. So they tried to put it back in in the emergency room. So after they, like, x-rays. Tried? Yeah. How did that work out? Well, so. I feel like that should be a successful thing that they do. Like, if if tried doesn't sound, like, successful. (laughs) Well, so after the second round of x-rays, because the first round of x-rays didn't work out so well, so we had to go back again. And then after that, they were like, all right, so we are going to try, and they call it reducing, to put the put the leg back into the hip. It's called a reducing. Oh, reduction. Yeah. Mm. And they're like, well, we're going we're gonna to try it in the, we're going to give you these drugs. They're not going to knock you out, but you're not going to remember. <laughs> And my friend at that point was Here's like, a roofie. Yeah. okay, I'm out of here. I'm like, okay, thank you. You've been amazing. You don't have to stay for this. <laughs> so they did, and I don't remember, but they, it had been out for so long at that point. I mean, we jumped probably at the second time around 9 in the morning, and this was probably like 2.33 by the time this is all going on. So I think I'd just been out for so long. So they couldn't get it in, and then they had to... Uh, admit me, give me a paralytic, and intubate me, and all of that. Oh, wow. Mm. So, yeah, I woke up at like nine o'clock at night. And then I called my parents. <laughs> I, I didn't want to worry oh, them. Oh, BT dubs. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to call them afterwards. You uh-huh. know, like once everything's okay and I can just, you know, say I'm, I'm fine, but I'm in the hospital. Right. My mom was so mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've done that a few times. Called like after the fact, like, oh, by the way, I have a broken leg. Like, well, I mean, even so not at least twice, but only one was base related. Yeah, yeah. You I don't call, worry them. Yeah, there's no, mm. there's nothing they can do. No. Yeah, no. they're going to ask you a bunch of questions you don't know the answers to yet. Yeah. You know, so just wait until. Yeah. 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 Call, call somebody that's going to drag you out of a mm-hmm. valley. Yeah. Yeah. Get props. you to a hospital. Yeah. Seriously, getting away like uh, self, whatever, what are they, extraction self-rescue yeah self-rescue until like you can get to a hospital like instead apparently of it's not a good object. idea with a dislocated hip so if this happens to anybody mm. else apparently there's a vein that you Clicked can it. block and like or if you have internal bleeding like it could be a really bad yeah. thing so it may not have really been a good decision yeah so self-extraction on banded objects is not always the best <laughs> option but it's it's a consideration yeah <laughs> Yeah, when you're a newbie, yeah. you don't really want to burn anything. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's how I was when I broke my leg in twin. I was like, I'm not sure if it's broken, but I don't want any negative attention to come. Or, yeah. You know, so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So then no impact for six months. And everyone's like, you're going to stop, right? You're done, right? That. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, maybe. I yeah. Know. I thought about it a lot. It's, just, it's just one bad landing. Yeah. So there was a manufacturer in Twin when I broke my leg, and I was doing some math, you know, because I had you know, nine days to uh, watch T base jump with a bunch of my friends and while I popped hydrocodone. And so I was doing some math at one point on, like, how much money I, would, I normally spent on, like, three or four months uh, skydiving. And I knew I wasn't going to be doing that. So I was like, wait, that's, like, that's a new base rig. So 
I had the manufacturer like measure me up, <laughs> made me a brand new base rig right there. Or well, he took all the measurements and then made it while I was recovering. Nice. Yeah. But you know, I mean, maybe everything happens for a reason. I think I was setting myself up to make a really bad decision. Mm-hmm. I had been uh, wingsuiting a lot in my P2 and was planning to go to Norway and wingsuit base. and Right off the bat? Yeah, I mean, I do more jumping mm-hmm. like in the time that I was injured, but still not having that much terminal experience. And so I think, you know, being able to come out here, once I moved out here and come out every weekend and track for a whole summer every weekend and get super comfortable yeah. with terminal and then go to Brento and, yeah much better progression than what i was initially planning so yeah jumping off fixed objects and achieving uh terminal velocity has its own you know their tricks and things that you want to get used to so that's maybe that happened for a reason you know yeah no like i think i was charging way too hard and it was with limited information and that breaking my leg probably saved my life but yeah, I think everybody does. When yeah. You just start and you're hungry and you just want it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And too dumb to know any different. Yeah. Well, and when you equate, you know, like, oh, I spent a grand on airfare, a couple hundred bucks on hotels, rental cars, all that stuff starts to add up. And you're like, oh, I want to get a decent number of jumps, you know, because you look at jumps per whatever the cost price you're spending, yeah. price per jump. Bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. That one jump was like 18 grand or something like that insurance that's what that's for (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so that's my worst injury other than that just kind of you know hard landings maybe a twisted ankle yeah oh i whacked my hand pretty good in norway like as i came down it was pretty it was windy i think was that 14 when we were all there maybe it was the year before actually and i came down i landed not in the not in the best stop but i spot but i landed fine and then kind of lost my balance and i threw my arm back to try and catch myself and i just threw my hand like into a rock mm. Poof, just swelled up huge punching rocks yeah <laughs> that was fun yeah had driven up too so then i wasn't very good at driving back yeah Ooh. right before the party night too my bag of peas uh, <laughs> yeah uh driving driving out of Chirag after after the party's uh difficult task anyway yeah, yeah. i mean that's a narrow road with uh semis and all sorts of things coming at you yep so you want to you want to have all your faculties about you yeah well ben and rich did great driving home <laughs> yeah ours uh had t in the front seat in the back we had uh jvh and uh inga and everybody it fell asleep except me. Like, and it was just. Did you just drive road. back to the airport? Yeah. Oh, we drove all the way back. Yes, yeah, so we. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. We, we just had to make get <laughs> we had the a rental. Twenty-four hour drive. Oh yeah, we just had to get to Stavanger's. What three hours? Four hours? Three and a half? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I rode with Brett when we got into the airport and drove to the Chirag, <clears throat> weaving in the middle of the night. Not very dark, but yeah. <laughs> weaving through like twenty foot high snow banks down like all of those mountain passes that are super switchbacky. At one point, he was just like, uh, "You're gonna have to stop." <laughs> I was like, "Oh," and he literally has the door open and just starts yakking. Oh, no. Got him super car sick <laughs> on the way there, <laughs> and then on the way out, I remember waking up after the party night, still early morning ish, but not. Uh, you know, like eight o'clock and somebody comes 
hauling back to the camp and was like, um, so apparently I put diesel in my unleaded oh. rental car Uh-oh. Oh, and it only that. made it like several miles down the road and we, I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> and it's the morning after a party night. So nobody's capable of anything. Nobody's got a whole lot of great yeah. ideas uh, if they're even awake. Or, or just, yeah, the mental capacity to just yeah problem solve. Yeah. yeah. I was just looking at him like, uh, oh, hey, look, my tent. I'm going to go check my tent. I'll be <laughs> yeah. back. Sorry, buddy. Hey, curl up in a ball. <laughs> yeah. But Norway. All right, so speaking of Norway, what's on the books after Baffin? So we've got 2018. What do we got planned so far? Baffin, which is going to suck up a lot of leave. Yep, Baffin's going to take my two weeks. So the rest is going to have to be either short trips or... Yeah, I think probably just like short weekend trips in the summer and then save up some time for Turkey Boogie. VBG does Turkey Boogie? Yeah, VBG yeah. does Turkey. Coming, yeah. coming at you 2018. That's going to happen. Turkey Boogie, Moab. I'm actually going to buy tickets more than a week in advance. Yeah, yeah, same. I've already started looking, but uh, the at least with Delta, it doesn't the map or the calendar doesn't go out that far a year to Thanksgiving? Yeah, it stopped like a month out. Um, hmm. But yeah, I, like uh, it's funny. This year, I came to the conclusion that like finally, I have more events that I want to go to than I have time to do them, and it's kind of uh, a. I feel like I have that problem every year. Yeah, I, maybe I just got. There. I just got here. Now. Yeah, I just got yeah. to that point. Um, yeah, I'm sad. I'm gonna miss out on Vegas. Mm-hmm. It's just too soon after Baffin. If it if it was only one week to the right, I know we could literally come out of Baffin straight into Vegas. I wish Baffin actually was a little bit later, so then That's it could potentially saying. be warmer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm d- I'm doing Vegas uh, Vegas Fire for sure. Like circus. That was, the circus. Fire was last year. You missed it. Oh, so it's not Vegas Fire every Vegas year. Vegas Circus. No. This year's Vegas Circus. Yep. Fire it's was two theme. years ago. So okay. All right, didn't didn't realize that, but uh, Vegas for sure, uh, Turkey Boogie for sure, uh, and then everything else is just gonna. We're gonna have to look at when they fall on holidays and whatnot. So, that, yeah, you've also got non-jumping trips planned. Yeah. So there's that. So yeah. Aaron and I will continue to be boogie buddies. Yep. Yeah. If if Madeira happens, I I'd be pretty interested in trying to make that work. I think um, it is. Hmm. He was yeah. talking about it. Yeah. I said maybe I'd be on for 19. Nice. Oh, and he has an actual... Ooh, maybe... should probably message JP. He's like, hey, did, uh, do you y- still trust us? You're, you're, <laughs> not, you're not, in, not invited, bro. Right? Yeah, he's like, ah, we're just not going to let him know after last year. <laughs> you know. Share the wealth. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, yeah. so Baffin, Turkey Boogie, something in the summer gotta come up with something well and there's always opening opening day bbg oh yeah 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 we'll have we'll have bbg opening party here in a few months yeah. with yeah, snow melts we have to outdo last year it's gonna be tough last year was pretty good pretty good we had helicopters paraglider jumps yeah um it's gonna be really hard for lisa to top that but yeah. i have faith in lisa <laughs> to top that <laughs> top that good luck lisa top it yeah she and she and sam can put another plan together and not, yeah. not tell anybody until like execution 
Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. We also have to plan for Oktoberfest slash yeah. VBG Fun Fleet Family Christmas. Fun Fleet Family Christmas. It's going to be a good one. Actually, Munich is... when It's the last... Well, we're lining up with Oktoberfest. So That's like the, right. But the last weekend of Oktoberfest, which is what? First weekend of October. Second? It starts yeah. It starts mid-September. Yeah. But I think we're actually going to be at, at the October. October. Yeah. I think yeah. we should be in October, right? For Oktoberfest? Nah, it doesn't matter. They spell it with a K, so I think that makes it different. Yeah, it's easier <laughs> to do a non-jumping weekend when it's colder. Yeah. September is usually pretty good. Yeah. This could have very easily for me been a non-jumping weekend, but I'm really glad you guys convinced me to jump <laughs> or to go. Yeah, yeah, we just start with motivation early. Yeah. When there actually was blue sky. Right. Yeah. Because when we first when started blue, talking, yeah. it was still snowing. I was like, mm, not so sure about this. What? This, it was snowing this morning? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. When I when I looked at blue skies, I was like, well. <laughs> okay. Eh, we should probably. Yeah, there, there, there are no glaring excuses not to jump. Well. I had no idea what my pack job was. I was looking. I was looking for reasons not to jump. (laughs) Yeah. But it was still fun. If you go to Spain for for Christmas, will you take rigs? No. No? No, we're uh, most likely going to go near Barcelona. Uh, There's a Salvador Dali Museum outside Barcelona we want to check out. And then, uh, yeah, just just, uh, enjoy Europe. In general, enjoy Spain for a minute, for a weekend. And I think we're we're thinking about staying in Germany for uh, New Year's because the the, uh, the fireworks in Stuttgart get out of control. Apparently, we we've never actually done New Year's in Stuttgart, so you're gonna have PTSD. Yeah, I've more, done it more so than already now, twice. But, uh, Scared my parents. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's like downtown Baghdad at the beginning of a war the whole place turns into a shooting war yeah they they love their fireworks and they're like firing them all up and down the streets and the entire because Stuttgart's in a bowl Mm -hmm. the entire city is completely socked in with a cloud and it's just fireworks can you buy fireworks so like people are setting off their own okay at the grocery store they sell just giant bottle rockets right there down the middle of the main uh checkout aisle oh nice yeah they they go nuts what are the ones that you can like hold in your hand and uh and not let go of yeah so that they blow up in your face like no. luke, like luke did it no it's there's the one they, they shoot like uh little balls like uh roman candles roman candles yeah 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 i was watching a guy so i just hold roman candles up in the air like when we were on on the steps down by uh konigstrasse and like he's at the bottom of the steps, just holding it up in the air, and we're like kind of near the top of the steps. And I, I did not feel great about this. <laughs> and um, there's a cop That's like nothing. five feet away from the dude. No big deal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, around this time of year, uh, just yeah. Actually, in, just go in for Washington, it. it's it's legal as well. Mm-hmm. It was cool. We um we climbed Mount Rainier uh, one year for Fourth of July. And it's really fun when you're on top of the mountain and you're like higher than all the fireworks mm-hmm. and you can see like it was totally wide open, clear, and you could just see like fireworks in different places and like, oh, that's that little town and they're like fireworks and then there's that little town over there and like they're fireworks. Yep. Nice. It was super fun. The guys that uh, that would stay up there for, you know, a week at a time or whatever, the guides, um, 
had a telescope, so then we were looking at the telescope. It's fun. Yeah, our buddy has a house up on top of the hill in Stuttgart, and it just looked like the whole town was being demolished. And the next day, you drive around town, and there's fireworks debris just piled up in giant piles all over the streets. Oh, sad. Eh. They pay people to take care of it. Ow. But yeah. All right, so Turkey Boogie's going down. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I still have not jumped in Moab. That, yeah, the trip when I broke my leg was supposed to be my first Moab trip. And uh, every year after that, every time I've tried to go to Moab, like something got in the way. Um, so I'm... Have you jumped in Moab? I have. I went to Turkey Boogie um, two years ago. Hmm. Was it the big... One of the first SpaceNet? I think it was the second year of the SpaceNet. Nice. I didn't actually jump off it because when we went out there, it was pretty windy. Mm. Yeah, that should be exciting. And we'll have to come up. Oh, season opening. Season closing. Yeah, we should do another uh, end of summer kind of event. Yeah, yeah well, we got to do Lotto. Lotto's happening for sure. Yeah. It's like the, the town turns out for Lotto. Lotto. Lotto is basically like, I think we talked about that a little bit with Cherie, but it's, it's well, you were there. You know, it's our, our version of, um, it's like bingo sort of. Only the people were coming out of the woodwork for that. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can do something to... Um, I think there's still meat in the fridge from... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cherie's huge uh, plate of meat. Vegetarian. Right? <laughs> wins the meat platter. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody's going like veggie in our group. And speaking of which, and then we went, went did you want to join us on our carnivore January month? No, I actually like vegetables. Yeah, we I do mean, too. We do too, but we're going to give a meat only diet. A shot. Yeah. By the time this releases, like, uh, we'll be in the throes of ketosis. Or, yeah, we might actually be done, depending, all things depending. Yeah. But I just can't wait to post lots and lots of carnivore Instagram posts and tag Marco in them. Yeah. Hashtag meat, too. <laughs> yep. A non plant based diet. I'm going to add that to my, uh, Instagram bio. Hmm. Just seems like fun. Well, we'll have to see how that works out. <laughs> we'll let you know when I'm like all grouchy because I can't have stopped up. Any. Uh, apparently, you're just uh, you're not stopped up because there's not a bunch of roughage that's blocking you up. Meat is highly digest- digestible. So, um, those first couple of days, I know I'm going to be super irritable. <laughs> you're just irritable. Yeah, you like to get. Irritated by things. It's true. But, but you know, when your body's changing due to, like, mat, like drastic diet changes, I, that always, when I tried that paleo thing for 30 days, and the first few days I was oh, super grouchy. But It's funny how your body deals with it. Last mm-hmm. year I quit sugar kind of altogether for a while, and um, it felt good, but then went to do that hike, um, the bond jump. Mm-hmm. And there was snow, and I just I had no energy reserves yep. at all. I had a banana, had some eggs for breakfast, had some fruit, like no energy. Yeah. So, but anyhow, anyway, Diddy Mao. Uh, yeah. So we've got history of injury. We've got how did you get started with bass? Now, what I was going to ask you was tell us what you were doing before you were bass jumping. 
which is apparently way more badass. When is it, it? When it comes to motocross, mm. dirt bikes. Yeah, we agree. We we agree that it's way more badass. And I'm surprised you didn't hurt yourself worse doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So you were racing motocross or dirt bikes or what is the I'm, difference? I'm, not, I'm out. Or motorcycles. What were you doing? So after graduate school, I moved to Africa, and I had done a I had done a tandem skydive before then. And I always said to myself when I had the time and the money, I was going to do a skydiving course. Like, I wanted to do that. And um, and then I moved to Africa, and nobody thinks they're going to learn how to skydive in Africa. So I kind of, you know, put that on the back burner and um, was like, motorcycles. I want to do motorcycles. So, um, yeah, I, I was thinking more road bike. Like, I kind of wanted to ride from Zambia up to Tanzania and then climb Mount Kilimanjaro and then, like... I don't know, ride. In, you know, enduro stuff. Nor, nor, yeah. Normal people thinks. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? And um, and so someone introduced me to this guy who was like the motorcycle guy. And we started talking and he was like, ah, you don't want to ride on the road. Like, it's scary. The drivers are scary here. Like, you know, it's not your own skills that you have to look out for, but it's what everybody else is doing. I was like, all right. And he was like, yeah, come out dirt bike riding with us tomorrow. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I have never ridden before. And he's like, that's okay. And I kind of thought that I was going to get my own bike, but no, it was a bunch of guys riding and I was going to sit on the back of his bike, which was a two stroke, like CR 250 Honda. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So, I mean, he was a really good rider and, and it was fun, but you know, I like being in control. So sitting on the back of his bike was like, yeah, she wouldn't let me on the back of her moped (laughs) in Zach and those. I didn't, I didn't want to be responsible. Um, so, yeah, so after that, I was like, okay, well, that's fun. And we were out bush riding in Zambia, which was super cool. And, and you see stuff that you wouldn't normally see if you're just kind of going to tourist places or, or whatever to see animals, like in villages and places where cars don't go. And um, and I was like, well, all right, well, that's fun, but I, I want to ride. I don't want to just sit on the back of your bike. And he was like, all right, so, well, you should start small. I'm like, all right, so... I bought a little 80, like a little two-stroke 80, which are <laughs> little, but, you know, it's good if you're not, you know, it's for, you know. It'd be the perfect for it's, here. It's a good, good Do place to gears? start. Do they have gears? Do 80s have gears? Or oh, it... yeah. They okay. have all of the gears. And let me tell you, in the power band of yeah. a two-stroke 80 will mess you up. <laughs> I don't know the first thing about it. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen some uh, pretty good road rash from somebody who didn't respect an 80. So, yeah, I rode an 80, like, for a while. I was kind of following behind the guys. I'll tell you, there's a group of guys that were not really interested in having a woman on their kind of Saturday bush rides at all. Like, some guys some guys didn't talk to me for quite a while. Um, but I kept coming out. I had my friends. I was fine. But um, all I had were Doc Martin boots, and my shins kept getting, like, beat up in the bush. And, and my friend Russell was like, well, you know, come down to Zimbabwe. And... Uh, I'll be track racing. And he was like, you know, the, the boys, you know, grow out of their boots and you can buy cheap boots probably since, you know, you're a girl and your feet are like boy size. Um, <laughs> like little boy size. You're not like, uh, yeah. So, so yeah. So I went down with him to Harare and, uh, he was like, well, as long as you're here, he was like, you can do lap times for me. So I was like doing lap times for him and I, I found some, some boots for a good price and I accomplished my goals and I'm doing lap times for him. And I'm kind of looking around and I'm like, where are the girls? Like, where are the women? He was like, women don't ride. And I was like, mm. 
well, the next time I come back here, I'm writing. And he was like, well, you're too old for an 80, so <laughs> you, <laughs> you better get on a bigger bike. And I was like, well, he had a 125 and a 250 and had aspirations of like racing both, but he wasn't. And I was like, all right, well, I'll just buy your, I'll buy your 125. And interestingly, the carriage on a 125 is higher than a 250. So it was I uh, like sitting on the seat of that, like kind not, of not touching. Well, tippy toes. And uh, yeah, so then I started riding a 125. Nice. And the next time I went down to Zimbabwe, I raced. Very cool. And my only goal was to not be last. Yeah. As long as I was not last, I was a winner. <laughs> and I always beat one farm boy. <laughs> so nice. I was never last. So I went to register the bike and the 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 number plate that it had on it when I bought it from from Russell was 79. So I went to go register and they're like, oh, sorry, there's there's already somebody else who's got 79. And I kind of looked at it and I was like, how about 69? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, nope. I'm like, all right, that's mine. Take it. Yeah, just peel off the six and get some electrical tape and or peel off the seven and make a six. Yeah, it was fun. Very cool. So, yeah, so then um, it was actually kind of during the time that Zimbabwe was having troubles and all of the motocross tracks were on white-owned farms. And so kind of over the next couple of months, like those farms got taken over mm. um, by the war veterans in Zimbabwe. And so then kind of more people started coming up into Zambia. And so then Zambia started having more of a, of a motocross scene. And there were a bunch of guys who were working on the copper mines up in, um, in Kitwe in Zambia and uh, like diesel fitters and stuff. And so they made their own track. Like they got agreement from the town and they built a track. Very cool. Yeah, it was awesome. So, yeah, so then we started having races up there. So, fastest women in two countries. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I went to a dirt track in uh outside Kampala in Uganda. It's pretty pretty big. Um they were you know, I don't know how many courses are out there in in Uganda, but I know this was like the national track or whatever. It was uh, it was pretty neat. It had some good jumps. Yeah, it's funny cuz that actually led to me skydiving in Africa because there are a whole big group of us like 20 people going to go down to Namibia for an enduro race. And um, it was one of those things where slowly people started dropping out, like, you know, oh, I can't go, I can't get the time off, I don't have the money, whatever. And I found out that um, there's a drop zone there. We were going to Swakopman. I was like, ooh, drop zone. It's great, enduro. I want to do a first jump course. And uh, I'd gotten pretty excited about it, and then everyone – decided they just decided not to go and they're like oh sorry Aaron you're not gonna get to go do your first jump course I was like "Mm." I got a truck I got a motorcycle and I got two friends that still want to go so right see you guys yeah 2,000 kilometers across three countries in Africa holy shit yeah we had not a single pothole oh (laughs) (laughs) we had no idea what we were doing there's across forgot the water no, across the Caprivi Strip in Namibia, there, um, the Unita rebels were still active at that point, and so they had a convoy, and the convoy left at 9 o'clock in the morning and 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and we had no idea. And so we show up at the, the checkpoint or whatever, and they're like, oh, well, you guys missed the convoy by, like, 20 minutes. Ooh. Yeah. So. At 9 o'clock in the morning, and we were like, uh. And, and I'd been living in Zambia, and I was like, well, convoy. What's that? And, like, and they had, you know, guys with guns. And I was like, well, can can somebody with a gun get in the back of the truck and then we just catch up with the convoy? They're like, yeah, no. You can wait over there under that tree until 3 p.m., which is what we did. 
because Shit. because driving that road outside of convoy hours was uh not allowed no uh. no because there was there were rebels from angola that were active ah uh, okay and at that point so basically you had to wait for your escort we had to wait for the escort and then we didn't womp, get womp. down to swap up until like i don't know five o'clock in the morning so so then we show up at the drop zone, you know, three chicks in this truck with a motorcycle in the back. <laughs> and they're just like, where the hell did you guys nice. come three, from? White chicks? Yep. Three white chicks in the middle of Africa. Well, I don't I don't need a military convoy. <laughs> I'll just, just go it alone. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I did uh, my first jump course in Swakop, Namibia. And then went over the next year, went down five more times. It's commitment, you know, yeah. a thousand kilometers each way. What's the what's the altitude uh, in Namibia? Well, Swakop is it's right at the um, at the ocean. It's ocean so level, there's okay. Like sand dunes okay. and then into the ocean, so you can yeah. go like sandboarding. You can rent quads. Like that's why I took the motorcycle. Nice. Wonder what Namibian is for crazy white lady devil? Because I'm sure that they were just looking at you guys like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, Mzungu works pretty much everywhere for white people. Fanti languages. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, no, it was it was good. And yeah. then we realized that there was a drop zone in Harare, Charles Prince Airport, which was only eight hours. Mm-hmm. So went down there a couple of times, but that's high altitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I asked because it, that that affects the way your canopy flies. Oh yeah. Because uh, I, I I skydived in uh, near well in Entebbe, uh, camp yeah. or near Uganda or in Uganda, and uh, yeah, my canopy was flying way faster than I was expecting it to. Um, yeah, in. when when all of your jumps that you've learned have been at sea level, yeah, and then you go same like, learning yeah, in Hawaii, yeah. eighteen hundred feet, Hawaii, yeah, yeah. No, that was good, but that that plane was scary. You're happy to have a <laughs> parachute on your back at now that plane. Yeah, somehow this uh, our our airplane got it was acquired from like a Jordanian prince or something like that. I know there's a real weird story because it was actually a jump plane, but they don't have any jumpers in uganda so but uh, it was, uh fun times yeah <laughs> so yeah motocross motocross skydiving in africa yep all sorts of adventures any plans to go back to africa yeah i love it i was in uh, south africa in february for mm. a base trip which was super fun um i don't know it's funny you know when i left in 2006, I thought that I would move back there, and then I lived in the States for a while, and then this opportunity to live in Switzerland came up, and I moved here, and now I don't know. Like, I, I'll always go back for vacation. I, I love it, but I don't know if I'd go back and live there. Hmm. We'll see where life takes us. We'll yeah. roll it out. Yeah, I've never actually been there for fun. I've always been there for work, but managed to find ways to have fun, you know. While I was there. Yeah, I wouldn't rule it out, but I'd also prioritize it at the bottom of my list. Yeah, and but but that continent is so diverse as far as like what you can get and what you can do in various parts of the co- the continent mm. that it's like it's hard to really you know when when you say oh that's Africa it's like well I mean it's such a big place that right that things are wildly different from one region to the next that's when one country like when europeans are like oh i can't go to the united states I'm like mm-hmm. well everywhere you go is going to be completely different yeah well but you know like uh, you get some europeans that think they're going to fly into new york and then just drive down to florida 
over the afternoon or whatever. And you're like, mm-hmm. nah, it's not how it works. Like, uh, it's kind of a big place. Yeah, Africa is like way bigger. <laughs> I've always wanted so. to drive, you know? Yeah. Like down one side, kind of West Africa, and then down to South Africa, mm. and then back up. That would be amazing. Hmm. Yeah, I've seen some like uh, van life, like heavy duty vans that have a lot of emergency type equipment and, you know, yeah, spare parts. Bike, you know, like get a touring bike. Yeah. We met a guy when we were in South Africa in Cape Town. We met an Irish guy who just finished like all of Africa. Hmm. Holy shit. And was sh- yeah, was shipping his bike back to Ireland from, from Cape Town. Wow. Yeah. Probably need to take a mechanics course before I go, though. It's hardcore. Yeah, that'd be fun though. I mean, that'd, that'd be an ad- a legit adventure. Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. have like a satellite phone or something. You would you hope. Know, like, I mean, some people are just ballsier than others. Yeah, adventurous. Go, go, good on them. Adventures are relative. <laughs> I'm about to go freeze my dick off in Baffin. So. Right. Wee. Thanks for signing up for that, Brian. Hey. I was like, who wants <coughs> to go to Baffin? There's a trip that's being advertised. Let's go, Brian. You come? And I said, yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're almost here. immediately. There, there wasn't a whole lot of like back and forth. I was like, great. Well, you have to make a deposit. Like, you have to, you know, put your name down. It's like, okay, yeah. where, where is, where is Baffin? <laughs> right? <laughs> what, what, what is, what is a Baffin? It's like, I knew it's cold. I knew it was going to be cold. <laughs> I just, I wasn't sure if it was yeah. like North Pole or South Pole. I was like, are they going to see penguins? Like, oh, no, those are on the South, South Pole. <laughs> yeah yeah so but it's like i mean you see the videos at bath and it's just epic right and so they have the opportunity to go where it kind of the whole camp is already all set up for you so that you don't is have it? to be yeah. I'm pretty sure we have to set up our own shit well we have to set it up but there's going to be like yurts and cots like it's not just like you know it's and, roughing and, it but it's not roughing well it. and like we get two meals a day and i mean let's be honest there's going to be a helicopter Right, that is correct. Yeah. Otherwise, so I <laughs> otherwise I would have dropped out a long time right. ago. Yeah. So it's, it's hey, do you want to go hike up mountains in the, the tallest Arctic the tallest mountains in the world? Yeah. Like uh, uh, tallest I, sheer cliffs. I don't hike up mountains in my backyard right. all year long. Gondolas, baby. <laughs> yeah. That's what's funny about the uh, paragliding course. Everybody keeps talking about hike and fly. Oh, hike yeah. and fly. Hike I want to hike and fly. I want to hike and fly, and I'm like. Gondola and fly. That's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, they go around the entire room. Brian are two of the only like only English speakers in there. Well, that's not fair. Quite a few for, actually speak really, really good, but they won't they won't admit to it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, going around the room asking everybody what they want to do with paragliding, and everyone's hike and fly, hike and fly. And we get to like me and Brian, and Brian's like, "Yeah, I want to like speed fly, <laughs> and you know, just soar, whatever." Oh, and I want to just. Do whatever that guy on the video just yeah. did. Yeah. And I was like, I just like kind of want to chill and like not die, you know? And everyone's looking at us kind of funny like, what? And it was like, maybe some cross country. That looks kind of neat. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I want to drink a beer while sitting in my chair. Just chilling. Watching the mountains go by. Yeah. You know, like those days when you don't really want to do a base jump, but you kind of want to be outside and sort of, you know, be in the sky or whatever. I'm Paragliding. Really, yeah. Aaron will get there someday. Yeah. Yep. I it's, will. It's super chill. So like, no, no, it's, no, I know. it's a totally and, and I, and I different want to. feeling. I just, you know, while I'm working full time and can only 
be in the mountains and do something fun for the weekend. I'd yeah. Like I'd rather stay current with the wingsuiting mm. for the moment and then pick up paragliding in a bit. Yeah. But a paragliding license doesn't expire, right? No. Yeah. So we just took this like as a, hey, this is a good winter opportunity to knock that out. Because I looked at it as, well, that that can go on forever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Like I plan to paraglide long after I'm done base jumping. Oh, yeah. It's so yeah. much easier on the body. Yeah. Still get fucked up, but... Yeah, you can still get hurt. There's no doubt about that, but... But I was, you know, I just thought about the fact that, like, a summertime paraglide wouldn't be pretty fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, in a, like a, a hot day, the idea of... You know, about to going, get the... Going uh, hiking. Yeah. Like, right before, you know, have a barbecue in the afternoon, do a little paraglide, land... Yeah. Let everybody else go to the go to Via and do some like paraglider flybys. Yeah, Aaron, you can you can do the flyby. Okay, you hold my hand. Uh, I'll hold my hand out. Do like a high five. You yeah, high yeah, five. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You have to high speed sp- high you have five. To get on your speed wing for hand holding. Yeah, that's sometime later. Yeah, it's down the road. Let me get, <laughs> let me get more than eight paragliding flights is that where you're at now yeah nice somewhere in there counting it just as eight yeah we're we're new enough to not know better at a lot of things it's sort of it's true which is funny like because during the ground course you know wind started picking up more on this little hill the tiny little hill you know and we're like waiting to go like let's go one more come on like because i all set up and the instructor's like yeah and uh wind's picking up a little bit we're just gonna like chill and i was like well that's that's when i know i'm not that because i was looking at it like oh winds are picking up yeah let's do this and they're saying no so it's like well yeah clearly still have some of those like intro guy you know new new student you know characteristics because i clearly don't know how to judge the weather for well you will right yeah that's the idea exactly that's the idea you guys can be my weather guys Mm yeah so you can just ask us, hey, what's it doing? And we'll be like, oh, you know, it's yeah. doing the things. <laughs> Still don't really know. Where, yeah, we'll get there. But but learning the weather definitely was part of the uh, logic. That was, that was the initial draw. Yeah. Be more like Robbie. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah. Well, cool. Well, how long are we at now? Sitting at uh, 58 minutes. Right at the hour. Generally, I find myself having about an hour of attention. Right. Yeah. At the at, that, at the hour point. Is it an hour already? Yeah. Yeah. That's generally when I lose, like my ears start to sweat. Yeah. And my headset gets annoying to wear. Yeah. I well, you know, and I got about cigarettes. I bought the different headset, and it uh, and the toilet. Yeah. That that other headset, like it's not as bright, like it's not as loud as these. Mm. So I don't like wearing it just because I, I can hear better with these headphones. But yeah, thanks for being on the show, Aaron. Thanks for Yay, having me. Yay, Aaron. Original VBG. OG VBG Fun Fleet. Fun Fleet. You know. Do you still have your shirt that Bab made? Yeah. So do I. I just found it and oh, good. washed it up. Yeah. yeah. Too. So Yeah, we'll have to uh let's see. So after New Year's, you'll be back the second. Yeah, we should talk about let's weekends talk, for Stockholm. Let's do mm-hmm. a, a wingsuiting tunnel yeah. yes. trip. Yes, yes. Yeah, and maybe one of the, because I mean, there's 
it's part, I mean, you could always meet us in Munich for some regular tunnel time. Because we'll, we'll be doing that at least at least once a month. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we'll be doing that. And Bam's going every every month as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe we can get up to Sweden and do that uh, wingsuit tunnel. I'd like yeah, to do that one. Let's, weekend. let's talk about that. Because I'd yeah. like to do that before I go back and train with Sam. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be. Yeah, really fine-tune some stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See if I can borrow an ATC off somebody. They oh, have suits there. Yeah. ATC is so sick. And I know initially when you start, you have to use the suits that they provide at the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But after after you're checked out, yep. at some point, they'll let you jump your own. I have a C3 on the way. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. When were you going to disclose that? Surprise. I thought you guys knew. No. Yeah, you ordered, ordered a C3? C3. Yeah, yeah, VBG. Not does it, like, like does it look VBG like your logo uh-huh. kind of? Nice. Does it look like your pajamas? It does. I've got a VBG wingsuit. So same pattern as your uh-huh. your your uh, sausage. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Nice. Yep. So you decided on the C three. Yes. How come? Um, because I really like my C two, and I want to keep working on going fast and work with Sam and. Start setting some gates and progressing. Nice. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the from what I saw in the C three video, I, I, it looks like a fun suit. Yeah. I mean, an easier C race. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. know faster freak than freak two. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Not for back flying. Not for back flying. Yeah, I feel like I, I've barely even scratched the surface of my freak two. Yeah, so I'm gonna stay on that for a while. But, but I, I in the base environment, I loved my Kaluga too. Absolutely yeah, loved yeah. It in the base environment. So yeah, that's why I gave yeah. away my aura. Gave it away. Yep, gave it to Linda. Linda organized all of our South African trips, and she was still jumping in original Kaluga and killing it. But that that aura is beautiful with this, the moon and the stars on it. It's mm-hmm. too pretty to sit in the closet. Yeah. So. I remember the day that showed up. That was so much fun. Like it was, we were weather day in uh, Lauterbrunn, rainy. Yeah. Dan delivered it to the Horner. Yep. And we made Aaron put it on. First and, flight. Oh, oh you yeah. didn't have to make me. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is going on. And like, like uh, belly on the stool. You got to yep. you know, lay on the stool. Like you're, you did your first flight in, yeah. in the Horner. Yeah, first flight in the <laughs> On the bar. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Well, cool. When does the C3 get here? I don't know. I haven't heard. I, it's going to get shipped to Washington just because I figured. You'll the, be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't figure I would need it here January, February. So fun, fun. Ideas to train in it. In yeah, I don't I don't plan to put on a wingsuit again until the snow melts. So. Unless uh, we get a Stockholm. I was going to say. Uh, yeah. I'm, 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 go, I'm going to Seville. So. Yeah, you, you're fine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fly the Freak for another week. Try and fly on my back. Have you got that nailed? Fuck no. <laughs> but if I had an ATC, I would. Yeah. If you if you get a chance to fly an ATC, I no, absolutely no, I will. do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna email Matt and ask it is him if anybody's got epic. demo demo suits in Paris. It's worth it. Yep. Is uh, Scotty Bob in Paris? In and out, I think. In and out, because he has a. If he doesn't have one, somebody's Maybe got Matt. one. Maybe Matt. Matt Blank. Yeah, I mean I've. I thought about buying one just because it was that fun. Because you can fly with freaks. And it's like, well, this thing is way more fun to fly. And it flies with small suits, large suits. It's more intuitive as far as... Uh, and way more stable. Like, you flip on your back and it locks into place. The freak wants to fight you. 
not as much, but did you try Lowe's ATC? I tried Lowe's. I did. I flew in uh, free fries. Free fly. Well, not his ATC. No, oh. no. I flew in his freak. His, oh, okay. his freak one. That's when I knew I was going to buy. Yeah, yeah. Too. That's right. That's right. But then I bought the or then I flew uh, Chris Geiler's ATC. Oh, nice. And yeah, between Lowe and Chris's ATC. Both of them flew like magic. Oh, nice. I wonder if Flo would let me borrow one. Talk to him. Yep. We'll do that. It's definitely worth it. Makes, I feel like the ATC is the, like, the best skydiving drop zone wingsuit. I thought it was freak at first. Like, oh, this is the best. Yeah. It's not. The ATC, because it has the range to do both small suit, big suit. I mean, we were flying freaks and ATCs together in uh, Portugal. Mm -hmm. Bart was with us the entire... Like, there was no struggling to stay with us. Nice. Freaks and ATCs fly together. Hmm. So. Cool, cool. Lots of fun stuff to look forward to. Yeah. Here's the 2018. Yeah, let's do it. 2018. We'll be well into 2018 when this airs, but whatever. Whatever. Doesn't matter. (laughs) All right. Should we call it on that? Yeah. All right. Whoop, whoop. Bye, guys. Love Ciao. you. Ciao. Bye. All right. If you want to know more about our guests, just check out the show notes. And if you want to give us some feedback or reach out to us, you can hit us at baselife2014 at gmail.com, facebook.com backslash the baselife, and on Instagram, we're at base.life. All right. Thanks.